Welcome to the Gamership. I am your host, Captain Z, and today's episode is the Cyberpunk 2077 Saga. I have here tonight my friend and fellow gamer, Sai. He is best known as my designated Asian carry, regardless of what game we play. Welcome, Sai. Thank you for coming. Hey, man. Thanks for having me here. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about what type of game Cyberpunk is, why the release was so bad, and share our personal, you know, pros and cons, what we liked, what we disliked about the game. And if we got time, we can kind of share some of our favorite character builds and what we enjoyed. So the story of Cyberpunk takes place in Night City. It's got a futuristic open world concept. Practically everyone has cybernetic components, most notably the eyes and arms. The game is labeled an action RPG. It's definitely not a full-blown shooter because you have alternatives from guns for example uh in game you can go into analysis mode you can interact with basically any electronical device you could perform hacks on people because of the cybernetic components um that i had mentioned and you know these hacks can cause damage or manipulate your enemies etc so you have a main story quest you can follow some decisions you make along the way can alter the game's ending and there's plenty of side jobs and missions in your city area. So you can always, you know, take a break from the main story at any point. What do you think? You have anything to add or is that pretty much summarize? Yeah, that's pretty much it. It was just uh, essentially like a super futuristic version of The Witcher, which is what this uh, development uh, company is known for prior, which is why everybody mm -hmm. was looking forward to this game. Yep, good call there. So let's let's get to the juicy part here of, of, of why this release was so bad. You know, I, I've seen my fair share of um, of release blunders, but uh, I I'd say this is probably the greatest in recent memory. Um, if you go back to 2018, where CD Projekt released the gameplay preview, um, I, I'd say that even in 2018, the graphics to me looked a little dated. They looked a little flat, and those graphics in particular could have run on Xbox One or PS4 easily, I'd say. Over the next two years of development, because the game was released in December of 2020, so like almost two years exactly, the graphics to me at least looks like they, they just skyrocket. It looks like a totally different game. And you would think the first question that comes to mind is that, you know, if the graphics are going to change, will it impact the performance of you know your targeted consoles or even just you know what you had intended for the pc but you know like what what's your take on that um it, it seemed like in our past discussion you had a little bit more info on on this than i did i kind of came late to the party when i started playing so funny enough they teased that cyberpunk 2077 was going to be a thing um i think it was like back in 2014 um there were a couple articles released that um because everyone was trying to figure out what in the world happened uh some developers like spoke out and said that they uh uh that they then started working on developing on the game in 2016 and uh with the scope of everything that they wanted to accomplish they said there's no way that we can do this within four years uh because the release date i believe was like april 2020 um and when the devs like caught wind of the timeline 
uh, they then tried to hustle. And I mean, that's that's no matter what game, triple A game is being developed, there's always going to be a kind of crunch. But what they had to accomplish at the time was a Herculean effort uh, because they advertised the game initially for um, the last gen consoles, which was uh, the PlayStation 4 uh, and the Xbox One, um, as well as a PC release. But right when the game was coming out, that was when the PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox Series X was also releasing. So then they also had to release yet another version of the game. So they prioritize, of course, the higher-end stuff because they are working on higher-end machines. Um, and I think somewhere along the way, they just forgot that they are also releasing it on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Um, and so people who have pre-ordered it so very long ago um, picked up the game and it was just riddled with bugs to the point where like it wasn't playable because as soon as you're done with the tutorial and you take that first step into Night City and you see how big that city is, their consoles would crash. They yeah, would crash yeah. the game and it would say uh, um, there's an error that's occurred. Uh, you have to restart the software and people just kept running into that issue over and over again. It was It was nuts. Yeah, I, um, once PlayStation caught wind of it, they actually removed it from their uh, from their store, which is you know something that's very rare. Um, don't think it's happened very often, to say the least. But sure. Um, so, City Project had um, been a little deceiving upon the the, the testing phase, and I'm going to quote a site techraptor.net here which had a pretty well-designed you know um article about everything that happened with this game like what was promised you know all the challenges that players had everything so uh cdpr you know city project abbreviated appeared to have attempted to hide the poor performance on this generation meaning the consoles uh, console review copies were only made available during release week, meaning outlets couldn't get their reviews out before fans got their copies. Review aggregation website OpenCritic went as far as to directly accuse CDPR of being deceptive, selfish, and exploitative, referencing how the company allegedly only sent codes to outlets they knew had high-end PCs and forbade them from showing their own recorded footage. So I, I really can't wrap my mind around this because I've, I've honestly never seen anything like this. And that's what makes this such a crazy topic is that if like, it, it almost sounds to me that they knew this wasn't going to run on these consoles. They like had every intention of just being like, you know, screw these guys that are trying to play it on Xbox One and, and PS4. Um, it, you know, it was kind of like up in the air, you know, whether or not this was tested or whether they failed to test. It's, I mean, it's mind-blowing that you would not test this, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, we're all, any intelligent person would be like, how is this going to affect the consoles? How are we going to test this? And if that's an accurate quote, and you know there is truth to this i mean it sounds like they they really didn't care um or at least someone didn't like i don't know who was calling the shots at this time and who made that call but 
right, what's your take on that? Decision. It's a business decision, man. Like, okay, so they were developing it for a while, right? They they didn't test it for lower end consoles. Uh, what was it? The new the newest consoles, uh, uh, the Xbox Series X and uh, the PlayStation Five released prior to this game being released. It, it, they could have honestly said that, hey, look, we're not going to release it for the previous generation's consoles, right? Like, they, they didn't have time to test it. They didn't, uh, you know, Q&A before releasing it uh, to to the general public. And then it would have, this game alone would have sold those brand new consoles. Like, people would have bought, like, a console exclusive or a console exclusive or, like, a special edition console for Cyberpunk. And it mm-hmm. would have just bolstered the relationship between Microsoft and Sony and CD Projekt Red. Instead, I think it was a very greedy uh, business decision that they said, hey, sure, let's just release it on previous consoles and let's just rake in extra cash. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's the only way I can think that they would release something in that state uh, without, uh, you know, Q&Aing it before, uh, before releasing it. Like, it had to come down to numbers numbers and decimals it had to come down to it uh otherwise i'm pretty sure these devs they love their games you can see how much time and effort that they put into the witcher mm-hmm. and um i'm pretty sure it, it was not a dev's decision to release Absolutely the game not, in the way right? that it was yeah and i'm glad you i'm glad you mentioned that because honestly um Partly what makes this so interesting and but also so sad at the same time is I feel bad for the for the devs. I, you know, they were clearly rushed into putting this out. If you ignore, you know, some of the bugs and everything, you have to admit, I think the game is pretty well put together. Um, and, And we'll we'll get a little bit more into that in a second, but. What I also want to just do a quick quote as well, while we're on the topic here, the CD Projekt Red co-founder stated that the release did not meet the quality standard we wanted it to meet. He also said, I and the entire leadership team are deeply sorry for this. Please don't fault any other teams for what happened. So at least leadership kind of, you know, made their apology. I think that, you know, that... At least that goes a long way, where, you know, basically you, you can't blame the devs or anything or, or anyone else on this. I think this is some fat cat at the top that pushed it, and, um, you know, what, what an epic blunder it was, and it, is, it has promoted this, kind of, this conversation. So, Dude, they, they had to. They had to apologize, man. They were offering people refunds who bought the game on the previous consoles. You like, would have to, right? Me- and yeah, that's the like- thing. So... And here's the thing. Here's the thing. You mentioned it was a greedy decision, right? With the release yeah. of this. But how could you not refund someone a game <laughs> that just simply does not function on, on, a, on their console? Or even, or even if a PC. If you, if you have on, you know, let's just say the box, right? You know, regardless if it's virtual or whatever. You know, the PC specs that are required to play this game. And it's, it's right there in black and white. And you're like, oh, sweet. I can run this game, right? Even if it's on PC, that to me, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, and we love it, and that's why we're here. So, um, <laughs> let, let's go with let, let's let's get into what some of the promises were, and um, 
when we had talked about this before, I think you, you, you nailed it right on the head when you said that the big problem with, you know, the promises category here is that their spokesperson or spokespeople, whoever, basically uh, just overhyped everyone. And then the players got, you know, like super hyped about it. And they had their, their expectations were, were through the roof here. And, you know, it's, I kind of want to like go over what I, what I pulled out of that article on like what, you know, some of the expectations were and just kind of like give an unbiased opinion on what I think, like what should be kind of like reeled back in, kept in check and what is fair. Right. Fair. Fair. So. And I, and I think this is kind of a quote that I pulled there. Um from the site we've greatly enhanced our crowd and community systems to create the most believable city in any open world to date bro you're already you're already raising the bar like way the hell up there you know what i mean the most you know in any world to date it's just being like f every other game we are going to make the best right and they're just already hyping it up and that that's talking back at the 2000 18 trailer like the original trailer that looks like nothing like the game um and one of the main complaints because of this is that the npcs do the same thing day or night doesn't matter you know what time of day it is um the the main two i really pulled are that and they had you know mentioned wall running and my, my own personal opinion about those two things, wall running, I, I'm not a fan of it. Like, I, I'm fine. There's, there, like, I've played other games where you could, like, do your little, like, wall running thing, like something that's straight out of the Matrix, you know? And just, yeah, like, I love the Matrix, my favorite movie of all time, but wall running, I don't give a shit about. Like, it's, you, you can keep it out of the game. I'm not a huge fan, that's fine. Now, what I found interesting, though, about this whole NPC thing, um, the, best, the best game I could compare this to is Skyrim. And you know that if you've played a game, any Elder Scrolls game, it does have that, that degree of realism where um, you take a city like, uh, just say Whiterun, for example, in Skyrim, and you've got your shop keeps, right? So, like, they'll be in the shop during the day, and then maybe, like, I don't know, 7 p.m. hits, the, the sun goes down, they go back to their house, they lock up shop. And if you were to, like, randomly try to find someone at night, you know, the whole town is dead, right? Like, everyone's sleeping, everyone's in their homes, you know, with their doors locked, and they're waiting for the next day, and then which they'll return to, you know, wherever it is they do, right? So, what, I need to, what I'm going to kind of, like, keep in check here is that we're talking, like, what? If you, if you exclude the guards that just stand there in the same spot every night and day, right? We've got, what, what maybe 20 or less NPCs? in a town yep if you've seen the size of night city what are you expecting here really like are you expecting literally every single person to go to a designated house or apartment and that is a tall order to say the least i don't even think that's possible i don't even think any standard rig could probably like run that and some people were saying also like they were expecting like literally 
everything to be open, like every inch of the city. So like if you're just gonna walk down the street, you, you can literally like kick in any door and you know it, and it's if you if, if you implemented that, the, the type of people here um that are complaining about this type of thing, they'd be bitching about like you know, why does the inside of every apartment look the same? After like they've you know, if you were to say like you've implemented like thousands of, of doors you can kick in, you know, just for the sake of being like, yeah, you can go anywhere, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. what's your take on that? I'm trying to be like I'm playing to, I'm trying to play devil's advocate and kind of like reel in the expectations here, because if you've seen the size of Night City, you know, and if you've played the game, you know what I'm talking about. Like it is massive. There's different districts. What what you're talking about is um, incomprehensible. Like you would have yeah. to have a master rig to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that was like something that they were like marketing early. Um, they were saying that like um, that the NPCs and like the cops in the game would have um, like one of the most unique um, like l choice lines for them to uh, tackle any situation. Um, and everybody was like, oh, snap, this is going to be such an immersive world, right? And that's what we were, that's what we were all, like, wanting. But the funniest thing is, like, it, it, it was, like, so poorly and lazily made. Um, like, it just ended up being rumors from the marketing department, I think, um, that, like, the NPCs had, like, their own handmade routines. Like, every mm. NPC. Like that's what that's like what they were trying to push essentially, but I think their marketing team should be fired. <laughs> I mean, dude, Can we they just blame the marketing team? Is that is that fair? Can we just I blame mean, the marketing team for hyping this up to be something out of reach? I mean, they did one thing right. They brought in Keanu Reeves, man, and the, that sold over a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I that, okay. So I think I think one it was a disconnect between the devs and what they could produce and what they were mm -hmm. told to produce and then what the marketing marketing team said to the public right um I, i'm still trying to like give a scapegoat to out to these devs just because i've heard so many horror stories but it's just when you play the game it literally feels like every other rpg open world rpg you've ever played to me it's like someone just slapped a futuristic skin on grand theft auto that's uh, that's what it felt like for majority uh, of the game yeah I'll definitely agree with the Grand Theft Auto vibe. When you're wet, when you're out in the city, that is that is the vibe I felt. Yeah, I, uh, I hop out of a car, I fight some cops or some other thugs, and I get back into my car, run over some other people because the yeah. NPCs are not that bright, even though they promised that the NPCs would be like, like state of the arts and like industry defining are the words that they've used, uh, and, and it was as bland as everything as I've like played before. Damn. I'm glad I brought you on, Sai. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to soften the blow for this game, and, no. and you're just you're just wailing on it. You're just like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna get him. Because I, I feel like I, I fit in with like the mild majority where we were hyped up about this game, and uh, in the midst of like COVID and everything, we were all looking for something to play. I'm still mm -hmm. looking for something to play. But like that was like at the height or at the very beginning of everything shutting down. That's April 2020, right? That was when the game was released. So this was going to be like our Jesus. This was going to be the thing that saves us from boredom. And on release, they gave us like a half-beaten bird and it just 
flopped around everywhere. It, it, it didn't entertain. You just felt Damn. sad while playing it, and Damn. then you were stuck indoors. <laughs> like it was just, it was just a rough experience. Like they overhyped everything, and because of that, it brought all of our hopes up. Don't get me wrong, I loved love 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 the the story writing of the campaign the campaign was really fun it was interesting i enjoyed the story but i think it delivered like 40 to 30 percent of what i was expecting it to deliver i mean keanu reeves came out there during uh i think it was like e3 for um xbox uh when they were showcasing like their new console their new games and he said the game was breathtaking and mm. someone out in the crowd said, you're breathtaking. And it's it generated a meme that everybody loved. Because <laughs> you can't really hate Keanu Reeves. No, you can't. He, he's a national treasure. I don't give a shit what anyone says. And I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> and here's the funniest thing. is like, that was the biggest selling point for me after playing the game. Like, I was just like, I, I would jump back in to see what else he did or like what else he was a part of in the game. That was it. That was the returning point for me in the game. All right. Well, while we're talking, while, while, we're, while we're on the topic here, we, <laughs> we can kind of segue in to, to the pros and cons, right? What we liked about the game, what we didn't like about the game. Sure. City Project, I tried, man. I tried. I'm, I'm trying so hard, but Sai is just... He's just taking the boost to medium style here, and I, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> <laughs> this is how it goes. It's not going to be an interesting conversation if you know we're just going to stroke you off all day. So <laughs> let's let's get into let's get into the pros and cons. All right. So want me to start? I'll start. Sure. Cons. I'd say the number one thing for me, especially for someone that's replayed the game a few times, is there are I, I can't even label them strictly as cutscenes, but there are certain parts of the story where it's either a cutscene or just they have a very um, unique way of kind of taking you through the story in some parts where you're still, it's not just a cutscene, you're actually like interacting with what's happening, but it is kind of like a lengthy process. And if you, I feel it would be fair if you've already completed the game that they would put something in place where you could skip through that because it, it does take up a lot of time and you know this is not something like the dialogue which you can skip through it's you know this is unavoidable like you literally have to sit there for however many minutes while you've got something else on up on your other screen or something you know and you're just trying to like get through it um because you've already seen it the the high-end weapon and armor mods were a pain in the ass to buy from vendors. Now, I don't know if they had intended this for balancing reasons. Um, but if you didn't, you know, if you didn't invest in like the tech tree, say, right, and you can make like the most amazing mods in the game from your from your particular um character builds. Mm -hmm. It was just a major pain in the ass where I got like a really good item and I'm like, let me put you know, some sweet add-ons in this thing. And you have to, one, just getting to the vendor is a pain in the ass because you have to go to, like, the closest waypoint, or travel point, rather, and um, physically run up to the vendor, you know, and pop open the shop, and it's completely random. You don't know what you're going to get. 
it, it could they could have like a legendary mod in stock or they could have complete garbage you know what i mean and you'd have to right. like go to some other one and right. that i felt was like really annoying um especially if you're kind of like changing your your gear out um frequently which isn't um isn't a long stretch because that that is what you do this type of game is um you know it drops armor and weapons that have like you know an item level like similar to you know destiny or something you know some yeah, other yeah. game that has the same system and um yeah i think that gets a little annoying um lastly i think they could have done a better job at clarifying what certain perks do um on perks you know what if you're trying to like or um talent tree whatever like whatever is like the easiest thing for you guys to relate out there um mm -hmm. and i would say like one thing specific that i that i can call out there is a perk called steel and chrome this is an example right it's and it's meant to increase melee damage now when you hear the term melee you're thinking like this could literally be anything it could be it could be blades it could be bats it could be hammers fists whatever right. um and it's very contradicting because you've got if you invest in body for example that increases um it'll say like increase melee and it'll call out like yeah this affects blades and whatever Right, but for one reason or another, this particular talent, according to like a few people that have tested it, you know, people that I don't know across the interwebs that have done the work for me, you know, I've not personally done it myself, but they have said, <laughs> "Oh, you know what? Like, I'm not seeing a numbers change here. It could be that it doesn't. Maybe it just doesn't show the numbers change. Maybe it's bugged, or maybe it's working as intended, and maybe it was just designed." For that particular tree that focuses on blunt weapons and not blades because that's a totally separate tree right right um this is not the only example but this is the best one to me because i saw that this one was like a clear discrepancy like it i could perfectly see why someone would be confused about this and i think that they could have even if they just put in parentheses you know while explaining the talent or the perk or whatever you know just say mm -hmm. like this includes you know and a list of stuff so you know absolutely if you're someone like me that spends like literally hours of like theory crafting and planning out your build because there's no respec button in this game you know like it'd be different if there was but it's like bro i'll tear my fucking hair out man like if i put a point <laughs> in the wrong place oh, i'll lose my shit dude there's no way so going no, out to I, the pros, I, I get that yeah 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 so going out to the pros for me you mentioned my boy keanu reeves i am a total keanu reeves fanboy you know that that's not gonna you know some people won't relate to that so i'll give you three more okay so the story and how it was told i thought was excellent they did do a lot of unique storytelling that i was very impressed with the way they did it and um it, it's a powerful story like if you if you're not into it right at all obviously you're not going to share the same experience but if you're if you're immersed in the story and you're enjoying the game it will hit you right in the feels. It's a very powerful, powerful story. I think it was. I think it was well done. The graphics. If you actually had a rig that could <laughs> support the graphics, and I, I might be a slim margin here, but, and thank you, Sai, my man, Sai here. This is my <laughs> hardware 
guy right here built my rig. It's beautiful. And there were, I had I had a ton of holy shit moments where I just I, I just sat back and just admired the, the graphics and the visuals. And I think I think it is great. Um lastly, I loved the different styles of gameplay that you could choose from. Because there's you know a bunch of different talent trees. Like I said before, you don't have to use guns. There's just there's many different ways that you could play this game. And I also love the um the cybernetic mods that you could um kind of enhance yourself with. You go to the go to these guys, they're called Ripper Doctors in the game. And mm -hmm. you've got just a long list of stuff, whether it be, you know, eyes, legs, hands, you've got like cardiovascular, all these different categories where you could kind of like boost yourself up in a particular way to even add on to that specific gameplay that you, you know, decided to play. Um, all that, I, I think it's, you know, and, you know, if it wasn't obvious before, I am very pro this game. I think it's a great game and I might be, um, I might be the odd one out here, but Sai, I think what it comes down to, like you said, it was all about hype and expectations. I had none going into this game. I like, I saw Keanu Reeves in a commercial. I thought he was just the spokesperson. Like, I, I didn't even know. Someone said, I think it was you even. You're like, no, dude, like he's, they literally made a character exactly like him in this game. And he did the voice lines and you didn't have to say anything else. I already had my wallet out. I threw it through the monitor. Like it was it. Like I was already sold. I didn't even care. You know, knew nothing about this game. I was all for it. But from no expectations, I think it's a great game. All right, Sai, you're up. Uh, break I, it to them gently, Sai. Break them to them gently. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, this was this an amazing game. I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time spent on it. And I think the reason why you enjoyed it so much more than most people who've been like um, eagle-eyeing this game from afar for mm -hmm. many years, you had your hopes. You didn't, you didn't really have your hopes up for this game. Like I, I was the one who tipped you off on it. You're like, oh, okay, cool. This sounds hey. amazing uh and here i am like all right look this is what they promise if they don't get anywhere close to what they promised me like i'm going to rage like everybody else did who has been paying attention to this game uh for its very long development cycle um so i will start with the negatives uh just because i do want to end this section off with some positives um the thing that i uh, that annoyed me uh the most i think about this game um was the talent trees some of them just uh, some of the skills that you can put uh your points into your perks just didn't make any sense to me uh there was one i remember reading i think it was called gorilla tactics and it mm -hmm. said there that like um uh while you are underwater you will not be um uh you will not be easily spotted and i could think of maybe one instance where i would potentially be in the water yes you drive throughout the city and there's like rivers and lakes and and like the ocean and stuff but like you're never really playing in the water. Why is this a perk? Why is this a thing? Maybe it'll be a thing on like some kind of DLC expansion release or whatnot. But like that's it was like a medium way into the skill tree. And it was a like at that point, like you think to yourself, is there a water level coming up? Is there something coming up that this is gonna actually be super useful? Just playing through the main story quests, there was nothing of the sort. Uh, and there were i've heard of other perks and stuff that uh were absolutely useless they literally just took a page on the screen um can, can you can you give a second example because maybe they were just one perk off from completing the tree 
and they just really had to reach for that water perk. Sorry. Oh, come on. Uh, come on. Um, I, I, let's, I'm let's trying to think of, of another one, but it's been it's been quite some time since I played the game. Uh, I I I finished uh, two different main story playthroughs, uh, different romances and different endings. Um, and that was that was what I enjoyed about the game because um, I, I'm going to hop over onto the pro side since I'm on it now. But is that really was, negative, though? It that's, was just that's my biggest negative without like going into the release and everything like the gameplay itself. Yes, yeah, stri like, strictly gameplay. That's strictly pretty good. Gameplay? That's pretty good. If that's the only one you got, I'll, I'll take that as a victory. <laughs> I mean, I was like, oh man, like, he's gonna put he's gonna put CD Projekt Red right into the ground right now. It's gonna be over. He's gonna come out with his list. <laughs> I only got what? That's good. All right. I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse. We already talked about the NPCs, the AI of like different things, and like how that didn't meet expectations either. That was a huge negative for me. Because can we can we talk about that real quick though? Sure. So like so what? I guess what were you kind of expecting from the NPCs? Because for me, at like the bare minimum, if you so if you do something wrong, the police chase you, right? Like that's right. that's fine. If you if you try to like get close to running over an NPC, they're gonna be like, "Holy crap!" They're gonna scream, you know. But I guess what I'm trying to figure out is like, what what were you expecting? And All right, I'd, so I'd like to get into that. So since you brought up the cops, I'm gonna focus yeah. in on that because that was something that they were trying to sell in a lot of their early trailers mm -hmm. um, about um, whenever you do something against the law. Uh, you have uh, something along the lines they said, like, infinite numerous ways to handle the situation. Uh, you could, uh, like, uh, cyber hack into them with uh, using uh, some of the equips that you put in, like, your eyes or the bio uh, modifications. Um, mm -hmm. Or you could uh, stealthily run away with, like, active camo. Or you could do, like, a high-speed car chase. And uh, um, they, 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 they showed so many different options, right? And then when you play the game and you do something, mm -hmm. at least in most of my experiences around just random parts of Night City, not even quests, not even main story stuff, the cops just chased after me in a car just like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, no, the, I mean, I'll give you that. Like, the, the, the cop chase was pathetic. I would just yeah. drive, like, really fast down three blocks. They'd be like, all right, fuck them. And like, then they gave up. They gave up. In Grand Theft Auto, they chased you. If you hit another cop car, oh, there's another like, uh, what is it? The star rating where then you're a lot more of a a, a star criminal. Helicopters and, and shit. More cops than you, right? <laughs> like that that already exists in a game. Like they couldn't they couldn't copy paste that over and like give me a similar experience to that. Exactly what you said. Like you you drive like three four blocks away and yep. then they just give up. Okay, you know. So I made I made a connection there. So what they were saying what they had kind of boosted you up for is that if you piss the cops off, that would be like a whole ordeal in itself. Like you would have right. to like put a lot of effort into like just getting away from them, dropping their attention to you. I see. Okay. I get you. That's, yeah, I, I think so, that's fair. So I think that's whole, fair. The whole premise of this game is supposed to be like the future of everything, right? The future of NPCs, the future of uh, world building, the future of car chases uh cop chases the future of essentially the future like that's what they're trying to sell right that's the whole point of the name of the game 2077 mm -hmm. but their ai is stuck in 2002 yeah. like that's the problem it's just like it, they 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 try to give us like 
and i will i will say that they gave us a beautiful world to play in like it was like new york as if it was blade runner the very first time you ever seen it like it was amazing like it, it you got sucked into the world you literally got transported somewhere else but my problem is the immersion and the illusion shatter whenever cops have like the mind of a four-year-old or yeah. like npcs have a mind of a of a karen on the street right like it's just that's just what it is it, it it's in the name itself 2077 like that's supposedly the year that everything takes place in and it's it, it and during the time that we needed um some way to immerse immerse ourselves somewhere else mm-hmm. it didn't deliver on that right like that's that's the thing i think if they were to release this prior to covid and everything happening like people i don't think people would have been as harsh about the game right but we put all of our chips into this one bet early on when quarantine was happening and but this is this is like a a, a political issue now talking about uh when the game was released during what time if we were just to isolate it the game yeah it was it was it was rough on release but it had so many good things in the game that I I still have it downloaded in my Steam library because I know at one point I'm going to jump back into it maybe a couple years down the road. But it was such a it was such an interesting world that um, hasn't been released, especially especially in a time when like a lot of game devs, they're remastering a lot of games. Mm. Like It's the same thing that you played over and over and over and over again. Right. Call of Duty has always been the same thing, no matter what. Um, the new Halo is, is it's just another Halo, right? This is the first like brand new intellectual property that promised us so many different things, um, which which is which is sad now that I'm thinking about it. But I will admit, like playing through the game, like hard pro for me were the characters that they wrote, the mm-hmm. characters that they wrote across the entire main story campaign, because that's primarily where I focused. Yep. Um, are very memorable characters. Pan Am, um, uh, what is it? Um, that shoot. ass, that ass. Right? Oh, yes, of course. We all know, of we course. all know. Of course. And uh, the language that they've developed and the characters there, uh, without spoiling anything, like there's one character that you get introduced to pretty early, uh, and he's like, he's like your blood brother, you know? And what they did to his character, I will never forget. Um... <laughs> But it was, I became very attached to the characters. They've made some mm-hmm. very memorable characters, and um, I, I will forever love the game for that. Um, but I think, I think the thing that I love the most about this game is they took the aesthetic of steampunk and threw it into the future. And I love everything about that. I love, I, I mean, I'm Asian. I'm going to love big, giant robots no matter what. and this came very close to that and it was just a really fun cool experience uh to like actually play through uh, from a first person perspective it was it was absolutely amazing and uh i now now that everything has settled and the game is a lot more stable space if you haven't tried the game yet please go try it it's it's an absolute joy what a what a fucking wholesome ending there i thought 20 minutes ago, this is going to be looking grim, but Thai says, go play this fucking game, dude. I like it. So, I mean, I mean, okay, so this is, this is one of the points that I wanted to bring up, right? Everyone called, like, 
the release of Cyberpunk uh, a failure. But now that the game's been out for a while, would you still call it a failure? I mean, if we, if we, look, if we look at sheer numbers of this game, um, there's, there's an article I remember looking at, uh, what is it, uh, TechSpot. Um, dude, the game sold, like, it made like $563 million in revenue. Like, I, I think it's all about perspective. I, me okay. personally, I would, I would not call this game a failure at all. If anything, and again, this is now, I understand why this game pissed a lot of people off because, <laughs> I, it, it, because quite frankly, like half the people that were anticipating playing the game could not play the game. Like literally could not play the game. Um, you know, fortunately for me, I had a rig that could handle this game. Mm hmm. And I absolutely loved the game, and it was you know I had I had a few playthroughs. I think it was I honestly as just as a whole, I really I really enjoyed this game. While we're talking, kind of like the requirements, um, sure. Even today, because because and this is this kind of like spark because like you know like would you play this game is like kind of where you were going. First off. Let's meet the fucking tech requirements for playing this game because that's that is a big part of this discussion and why this is such a um, interesting topic. So, from what I understand, and do not take my word for it here. I'm not saying that this isn't cement here, but from what I hear, if you have a PS5 and if you have the newer Xbox, which is uh, what is it, Xbox Series XS or whatever it's called. Yep. You're safe to play this game. Don't take my word for it. Go check. Go check. Go check. Go check. Get some reviews. Get some gameplay footage. Make sure that this game runs because this is what caused this whole shitstorm in the first place. <laughs> check your rig requirements. Everything. And if you're confident that this meets your expectations, you heard it from me. I was already I was already a big fan of this game, but Sai even being bluntly honest with us for things that he found this you know this satisfactory about the game he says go play it i think it's a good play um and i think we've got about we've got a little less than 20 minutes to what would be an hour for our footage side let's go into let's go into our favorite builds just for funsies here sure and um I'll I'll go first. It's sure. and and let me let me go off again by saying like this game has a lot of options for you. I find that on the most difficult setting, if you are familiar with any sort of first person shooter or any sort of game that kind of you know runs parallel to this, because it's it's a little bit of a mix of a, of a lot of different games and, um, but you know it, if you're a pretty if you're a pretty hardcore gamer on very hard, as long as you're building the right spec, as long as you know you're you're taking it seriously, it's not an overly difficult game. You'll have some maybe rough patches where you have to, you know, provide some effort, but you can get through it and then it's you know, it's satisfying. But I'd I'd compare it, I made already like one Skyrim reference, but I'm gonna do it again. It, it you know, it's one of those games where um once you get to a certain point, then it's like smooth sailing, you know, it's like easy mode from there. But it's also very it's also very satisfying once you get to that point because you know you've made the right choices, you've gotten through the hard parts. Um 
is pretty good. Another thing worth mentioning is that the max level is 50, but you could finish the main story. Uh, it, I'd say what, like what's like maybe low 20s, mid 20s, if you just focus on the main story. Yep. Yeah. So you could, uh, you know, and sometimes you want to focus on the main story to unlock certain areas, certain items, right? Those, mm. th that's an important part of it, but you don't, as I said before, you don't have to focus on the main story. You can do side gigs, just explore, do whatever you want, right? Uh, and you, and you will be definitely doing that if you want to hit max level or anything relatively close, because you'll get to a point where it gives you a warning that says like, hey, if you enter this building and start this quest, you cannot perform any other side gigs or, or side missions. Yep, there's so no turning back. Exactly, exactly. So... But that's a good that I feel like that's a good thing because you can experience the build and get a feel for it without having to commit to like the you know the long run gameplay. Um, there there were definitely like I said a lot of cool builds, but I digress a bit here. My favorite build, if you want to change a pace from actually shooting at people, hands down was katana build for me. Mm. I fucking love the katana build. Mm-hmm. It is oh, oh it's so it's so fun. It is <laughs> what did so you, what did you like the most about it? Oh man. So if you're if you're a twisted guy like I am, <laughs> the the thing with katanas is that you dismember people when you're cutting at them, right? Mm-hmm. One particular moment that I that I'll just I remember vividly. I don't remember like what what mission it was. I just remember running at this guy. He he started to like pull out his gun or whatever. My first slash, I hack off the arm that's holding the gun. It goes flying. I just laugh maniacally for like two seconds before I, like putting him out of his misery because he can't do anything. But if you're if you're into that type of stuff, you know the little twisted you know humor or whatnot that that I've got. It's just so fun. This build, if you look up some of the katana builds, it's about just, um, especially if you focus more on reflex than body, you're more of like, you don't have to be like as tanky. You kind of analyze the situation and you just go in. And as soon as you cut down the first dude, you, you activate all of your like movement speed um, increases with the perks and you're just running at guys and you are just a whirlwind of just gore just slashing away you're doing like three slashes like every one to two seconds it seems like when you've got all the attack speed increases it was just it was just so fun to play fuck mantis <laughs> blades fuck that shit we don't want that just get get the katana if you didn't know, you can get one very early during... Yep. Not, not to get any spoilers here, there's a quest called The Heist. And just look up how to get that early katana. It'll get you squared away. You can always buy more from, like, vendors and stuff. You can get legendary katanas. Easy peasy. You don't have to, like, search for them or do anything. Um, you know, no, no major effort required on any side quests. It's just great. So, Sai, what, what, what was your favorite build? So, stereotypically, uh, whenever I play a game that has any sort of uh, handguns in it, I always hyper-focus into that build. I go for, like, some sort of... Make the reference, I. Make, 
No, no, fuck that, fuck that shit. Make make All the right. anime reference site. Everyone will love you for it. I, I, I no, I mean, I I usually go for like a Han Solo, or I go for a Spike from Cowboy Bebop kind of uh, playthrough. That's, That's right. I I thoroughly enjoy that. Um, I did not like the hand-to-hand combat in the game, so that's why I couldn't mm. really say spike. Um, but I, I was specking everything a lot into handguns, uh, just because to me, I, I'm in a futuristic world, right? And uh, uh, a lot of the early parts of the story had you like doing some sneaky smuggler type of things, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm feeling this vibe. I'm I am that that rogue smuggler like Han Solo. I shot first. I always shot first. Um, and it was it was a it was a fun time. Like some of the perks were really fun, um, like shooting off people's limbs or shooting um, their weapons out of their uh, hands, so that way they mm-hmm. you ensured that they drop loot, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did stumble upon a certain weapon that made me change what I was doing. <laughs> um, there was, I believe, a uh, large vibrating dildo sword, um, yep. and yep. Uh, from there I started specking into blunt weapons because I started laughing my ass off beating people silly with a dildo sword and yep. it was just the funniest thing because you when you pull it out it starts <laughs> vibrating and so the entire time that you've, you're just you're just holding it it's just vibrating and you're just beating people senseless and unconscious with it yep. and it was just the funniest thing that i could think that uh i could spec into late game with and it got to a point where um the street brawler class uh i was just uh taking people out in one power swing with a massive dildo sword over and over again if they were too far away from me i pulled out the handgun but it was just i had too much fun with that and it's so sad because the game is so serious in its storytelling and its narrative I always broke that immersion as soon as I whipped out that sword and I would just yeah. laugh just uh, beating people with it. As a side note, I did find I wasn't going to throw this in my cons, but one thing I was slightly <laughs> disappointed about because when I very first started playing the game, what I wanted, if I was like, oh, I'm going to go, if I'm going to go to a melee build, I just wanted to walk around with a baseball bat. <laughs> just go full Negan on some people and just. Bust out Lucille and just, just <laughs> savagely just destroy people's faces, but it. I I am very disappointed though at the um, the blunt weapon animations of yep. that game. They're very they're very lacking. I I think yep. they should do an update where it looks a little bit more. It, it, what you imagine just walking up to someone and swinging full strength with a baseball bat, it looks nothing like what they <laughs> what they put in this game at all. And that's it's unfortunate, but you know, maybe maybe they'll patch it or something. Maybe they'll add on to it later. But yep. um Yeah, I I'd say um just the ultimate takeaway for me as we're kind of wrapping up here, we're we are coming up on the time. I feel like the story in this game almost comes first. Yeah. Right? I feel like the story almost comes first for this game and the side quests and stuff, they're they're obviously to get you to a higher level if you don't want to just complete the main story and be done with the game. There's definitely a lot of cool stuff with the main stories. There's tons of different areas. The replay value and all of the... um, you know, just all the side quests that you could accumulate 
throughout a gameplay experience. I think that's the, one of the main takeaways here. I think part of the disappointment was all about hype and promises and things. If you're a future, you know, marketer out there, just shut the fuck up is what we're saying. Just like, <laughs> you know, like don't say too much. Just focus on what you're doing here because I, I think that was part of the problem with this game is there were a lot of promises. People had high expectations, but yeah, I, I I think I think that's it for me. Sai, you got anything before I wrap up here? Um, if you have not played it, you owe it to yourself to experience the story and the care the wonderful characters that uh, are part of that world. Um, my boy Jackie in the game, I I cannot stress enough that he is one of the most fun characters that has been released in a game. Yep. Um, I really want CD Projekt Red. Uh, to uh, f um, whoever wrote uh, the story for this game, um, I know that they're uh, The Witcher originally came from novels. I want whoever came up with the story of this game to continue um, uh, growing this world because if if it ever came out in a book form, I would be more than happy to read the story of Jackie from uh, from like his beginnings and everything. Like I think that would be a great story to read, or maybe some DLC content. Who knows? Um, I, I just want more of the world. Uh, don't 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 promise me anything. Just just give me more story <laughs> content because it's so good. It's so good. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about here today, uh, I still give it a one thumbs up, not two. Uh, to, that's, <laughs> to, that's all right. That's all right. Game, to to try the game. It's it's a fun game. Uh, the uh, the the mechanics of the game are fun. Um, and um, the story is just it, it's it's something truly special then also to see keanu reeves like take a full-fledged like main character role in the game is interesting and intriguing enough for you to give it a shot and he has like a whole side mission like i don't even call it just like it's not a single mission obviously but it's a whole side story designated to him that you could go off on his own character and yeah if you're if you're a fanboy like me absolutely i i'd say i'm gonna give it a thumbs up and i'm gonna let my boy canna reese give it the second thumbs up for me because <laughs> it was it was a great game um and that was a great point so actually that was really that was really good i i I'm, I'm right there with you if they actually produce novels for this game just based off of certain characters like jackie and otherwise i would definitely read them. It would be oh, hands down, hands yeah, down. That would be it would be it would be definitely an enjoyment. And you can't really screw it up either, man. It's a book. Like it's it's paper and it's ink, man. There's there's no patches that are needed. There's right. no bugs. I promise you, CD Project Red, this is <laughs> an easy gold medal. Like this is easy. Yeah. And and send us some beta keys too for the next <laughs> game that you come out with. With that, we're gonna close out. Sai, thank you for coming on. I'm sure thank you're going to you. be in future episodes, no doubt. And until the next one, fuckers, game on. <laughs>